Hello and welcome to Deskmates, your new favorite podcast about all things Eurovision. I'm Ken, I'm the Swedish host of this podcast. And I'm Robbie and I'm the English host of this podcast. And the idea is that Ken knows a lot and I don't, but we'll all learn together as we go. <laughs> and this well, this time it's going to be uh, completely robot-free. Robot-free, brilliant. Yeah. But not AI-free, because it's everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. Mm. Mm. It's also going to be free from Norway this time. I thought there was a bit too much Norway in the last episode. It's a lot of Norway. Yeah, especially so we stay away from that now. Especially for two Swedish citizens. Yes, yeah. exactly. Mm. We, mm. So before we get into some things that you've prepared, Ken, I have a surprise for you. Oh. And this is hopefully the first of many. I'm going to hit you with the first viewer question. Oh, Listener okay. question. Viewer, listener, I don't know. I don't know. Fan? Bad question. <laughs> Dare I be so bold? <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah, sure. Hi, deskmates. My name is Amanda and I love the podcast. So I would like to take the opportunity to ask you a question. Uh, so when I was younger, I remember watching Eurovision when one of the background dancers had an accidental nip slip uh, during the live performance. So my question is, what are some of the notable mishaps that have happened in Eurovision over the years? And what have sort of been done to minimize these things happening? Thank you. Well, thank you, Amanda, for that question. And you appear to have stumped Ken. He, Can you remember I, the nip slip? I don't remember the nip slip. I, do you think that Amanda is confusing Eurovision with the Super Bowl and the Janet Jackson <laughs> wardrobe Ooh, malfunction? Who knows? I, I've never remembered it. And I mean, could be that I'm not very interested in nip slips and wasn't mm. even back then. Mm. But I, yeah, mishaps is interesting. Of course, they rehearse. I mean, I don't think people understand what they do. Is that They start a month before and they're actually like school children doing all the numbers as they're going to look like. So they have to do the choreography, they, they sing everything so they can test all the technical stuff. Mm. So when the artists arrive like three weeks before, and then they do rehearsals all uh, all day during this. So, yeah, but of course things can happen. I mean, the, the biggest thing that I always will remember is 1990, when the first time they, they had music on tracks. The, the, the orchestra was there, but they also could use, like, backup tracks. The first song is from Spain. These amazing two women that I need to show you at some point, which because mm. they're one of my favorite things ever. They walk into the stage, and the track starts, like, wrongly. It doesn't start from the beginning. It starts, like, some seconds into the song, which means, of course, that they are completely off so you just see them you don't hear anything because they don't speak in the mic but you see them like this super impressive spend, and they just walk off and the music continues and they're all a little band on stage pretending still because it's the first time so of course they pretend that they actually play and the music starts and they just stand it's very weird and then it's just whoop they cut it and wow. then they just do it again and don't pretend that. Pretend so that, that's happen. that's one of the things that it's a classic. But of mm. course, there've been there've been things. I mean, there have been people up on stage also. Uh, yeah. Uh, at some points, I mean, famously in in um, Oslo, there was uh, this Spanish guy, Jimmy Jump. He was always yeah. He was like a thing, YouTube thing, doing things on like big uh, sports events, and then he jumped into the Spanish song, and it took a while for people to understand what's actually going on. Why are there seven people on stage? And he was just mm. coming up there. So it reminds yeah. me of the time Jarvis Cocker tried to invent the stage during a Michael Jackson performance. Are you familiar with that? I think it was the yeah, Brit Awards. Right. Yeah, yeah. Michael Jackson was, I think it was when he was doing like Earth Song. I think it's when that was around. So, you know, mid 90s. Jarvis Cocker, the front singer of the band Pulp mm. in the UK, he tried to invade the stage. It's a whole thing. It's a vague memory, but it just reminded yeah. me when you said stage invasions. I don't want to in any way 
way give Jimmy Jump the the sort of like admiration I have for for Pulp. So uh, okay. yeah, yeah. Now some, something you touched on there mm-hmm. it leads to another question before we get back to Amanda's question, which is orchestras. Mm-hmm. So now my understanding is, and you can clarify this, that they're not allowed to play anything live. The only thing live is the vocal, and you can have a maximum of six people on stage. And so often you have a band on stage, but they are miming, like with yep. you know uh, Morniskin. But previously. In the beginning, it was all a single orchestra. I believe that the contestant could bring their own director. What do you call it? Conductor. Conductor, thank you. Could bring their own conductor, but they shared an orchestra through the whole thing and it was all done live. Yeah. What's the Comes down to another mishap, actually, that is probably also one of my absolute favorites that you should watch. It's from <laughs> it's from Italy in 1991 because, you know, US invaded Iraq famously yep. uh, back then. First or so, second time. So, yeah. <laughs> So they had to move the contest just weeks before uh, from San Remo to Rome because it was easier to keep the security there. It also meant that they had to completely switch the orchestra. So these guys, they, they didn't even really know the songs. So the Greek song that year was one of the favorites. She, it's still one of my favorite songs. It contains a saxophone solo. It's probably the worst solo you will ever hear in your life. And it's yeah. there. And you can see this poor woman hearing this standing on stage, just thinking, oh, that was my my chance of doing it. just disappeared. So going back to the thing, yes, there were orchestras. I know that people are very vocal about orchestras. Of course, it doesn't work these days with the, with the kind, of, kind of music that plays these days. I mean, in the end, which nobody talks about, is that the orchestra ruined so many songs because the songs weren't written for a full orchestration. Mm. And then you need to like have a full orchestra. I mean, it's not the same thing. Mm. I mean, you can... You can think that a song could be fun to do with a full orchestration, but if you yeah. have a pop song, I mean, if you have Euphoria, you don't yeah. want to have violence. Uh, maybe there are violence in Euphoria, but you mean I understand what I mean. I you know don't what want, you mean. In Melodifus actually, you can have one instrument live. Mm-hmm. So sometimes people have, if it's like you and your guitar, they play live. Okay. Uh, so you are allowed to have one well, instrument. That's nice. Yeah. So uh, to come back to Amanda's question, what's being done to try to avoid it? You say, obviously, going from an orchestra to a track, that was one of the measures mm-hmm. they've taken to avoid these sorts of mishaps. Yeah, yeah. And, and also, of course, rehearsals and rehearsals and rehearsals. People are such pros now, so yeah. it doesn't happen that much. Well, yeah, you, you mentioned this in one of the previous episodes about how you were happy that the Big Five were sending big names, mm. uh, less amateurs. And I guess that's a fairly, not universal across it, but yeah, these are professional musicians generally yeah. these days rather than, than yeah, amateurs. Yeah. And so you get less mishaps. Okay, so what do you have lined up for me today, Ken? What do I have? Yeah, I, I was thinking we got a song that's going to Malmö this week. Okay. Yeah, and I haven't seen it myself. So this is interesting. Mm-hmm. We're going to watch it together. It's uh, Slovenia's entry. Slovenia. Yeah. The artist is called Raven and the song is called Veronica. It's very, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> your gut feeling is the other way around, but sure. yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. like this. They were supposed to have a, a show to select it, but then they just found this and they decided to script the whole show thing and just pick her. Okay. So it's interesting. Let's high, see what it is. High expectations. Yeah, I have seen her nails. It's very Louis so let's see if the song also mm. is trying to be tattoo or if it's something completely different. Okay. Before we get into it, just a recap on Slovenia. I cannot off the top of my head think of a recent Slovenian. They weren't the guys that did the train song last year. No, no that was Moldova. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slovenia? I'm not... Joker out. <gasps> of course. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're actually going to play like just like 200 meters from where we're sitting right now uh, in a couple of weeks. Okay. So maybe we should go. Maybe I'll get Watch the night it. off. Yeah. <laughs> we, could, we could go check them out. Of course, Joker writes Slovenia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a typically Slovenian song. Let's get into that whole thing again about Estonia. But uh, what is a Slovenian song, would you say? I, I think we might be about oh, to find yeah. out. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is Raven with Veronica. 
I love it. Yeah, yeah. I understand it. I, I, I like the song. It's a bit different. It's very contemporary. There are, you know, little whatever that was. Nice, interesting. Uh, just a good song. I recommend everybody go and watch the video because it's very erotic. I, I say it's like the porn version of, of Tattoo. It's like when, like, you, you know, the Lord of the G-Strings and things like that when they do porn movies. With yes. The, yeah, yeah, this is like the, somebody the, watched the Tattoo. parody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Nude people in a... Would be interesting to see what her staging is going to be like mm-hmm. because she was wearing very little in the way of clothing. Uh, at one point, just a couple of ferns <laughs> and silver body paint. Um, <clears throat> yeah, very good. Very striking. Strong. Yeah, that, I think you nailed it there because we will need to see this live. Can she sing this live? Mm. What are they going to do with it live? It could be a success. It could also be something that never gets to the final because it's, yeah, you know. So I'll make some predictions. Yeah. I tell you exactly what they're going to do. They're going to put a dance break in. Do you want to see me dance? <laughs> and she's going to dance and, it, you know, and it'll be TikTokable and that's fine. But yeah, I like it. It's, you know, it's got some sad girl vibes, a little bit more upbeat maybe, but um, yeah. Yeah, I'm also, I think they, Strong. I mean, Slovenia hasn't been some Something to listen to in in a while, but uh, they changed that last year, and I think they're on some onto something. I mean, no, it's not the worst I've heard. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay. Great, okay Good for her. Well, thank you for, for sharing them. that one. That's nice and nice and strong. I'll say it now: best year ever. <laughs> Which is interesting because everybody says the opposite always. Yeah. Like around, this is so interesting. This is also some very like fan thing to do. When you end the year, of course, people have listened to the songs. They see the staging shows. They have the big favorites. They're going out. It's always feels like oh, it's the best show ever. And then the new year starts and they get the new songs. And they, it, of course, not the same because the other ones, the songs they've been living with them for so long time. They, they remember all the glitz and glamour from the things. So it's always the worst year ever. It's like every year it's like, oh, it's so much worse this year. And there's nothing wrong. But I would say, like, I think there are, like, things already that's going to be fine. And talking about that, I'm going to play you something now that hasn't won in its country yet. There, It's the big favorite to win. Okay. But it also pushed the country at the top of the odds of winning the whole shebang. And it's just because of this song. Of course, they haven't selected it yet. So if they don't select it, that might, might happen. But uh, the country, has, it's always highly rated. And I'm not going to tell you what country it is yet. Just because of the success of this song, it's number one already there. Even wow. if they haven't had uh, the song, it's number one on Spotify in the country. One of the artists is one of the biggest they have in the country actually and I told you before that's what I like and yeah I listen to this a lot so now I think I have promoted it well great now you're going to listen to it and maybe I can tell you afterwards or and also the audience what it is so just listen to it first okay just listen (laughs) just based on that alone I would guess it was Ukraine because yes. that was giving me like uh, go away vibes, yes. like the the tempo and the rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. What's the verdict, Mister uh, Rock? I'm not. I'm not into it. It's fine. That's not. <gasps> Yeah, I'll go. We I'll go against the odds. At the Ukrainian consulate here in Gothenburg right now. I know, and right. look, I I think France's song is better than that. <gasps> on, <laughs> on first impression, you know, it, it's it's good. You know, I like it. It's fine. I don't I don't dislike it. No, but I mean, you compare that to Kalush Orchestra. You compare that to Go Away, Stum, No, mm. it's not as strong. I love it. 
Oh, yeah, it's fine. I really love it. So, Aliona Aliona, it's the woman to the right. So, she's named by the New York Times as one of the most uh, influential rappers in Europe, actually. Uh, so, she's super big there. So, she's the one that's doing the rapping. And I guess that Jerry Hale is uh, the the one singing the parts. But I haven't seen it live. Uh, but the... That's the other thing, yeah. I... It's hard to get a vibe when you don't see them performing live. Mm. I need to I need to see them live. I need to see what they're bringing, the staging, performance. I mean, there's no country in Eurovision that's better on staging than Ukraine. That's, it's not even, like, I mean, it's, of course, it's not like a dumb statement to sign the paper, but it's, in I, your I, opinion. Think, I think everybody would agree with me saying mm. that. They have been having so much songs in the in the past that was not very good that they lifted <laughs> if the song wasn't up then they brought something in it could be hamster wheels it could be giants it could be i mean they bring it a woman that was like painting in sand like live behind, they bring them hmm? so uh, they will never ever miss an opportunity like this Last year, Heart of Steel, after they won, they sent Heart of Steel. Uh, I really liked the staging. I wasn't, mm. the song was fine. Mm. You know, I, 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 I think I like this more than I like that on first listen. But their staging was amazing. Yeah. Like, I didn't see it coming because I was just like, it was just two guys and one of them seemed to be doing nothing when you watched the video. Yeah, yeah, sure. But then uh, they, their stage was really, really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm so looking forward to, to see this live. Also, Jerry Hale, the, it's an interesting name. She just picked that because she wanted something that, so she picked Jerry from Tom and Jerry. Mm. And hail because that was the first European sounding name she had when she when she uh, went into Facebook. So she didn't want to use her like. I can't say I've ever heard that as a surname. I've heard that in other contexts. Yeah. <laughs> and at first glance, I thought it said Jerry Hall. I was like, wow, that's a <laughs> she's coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Not very impressed. Good. Well, okay. So let's do some hot takes. I mm. don't think this will win. Okay. Right now, I think it will win. But I have. I mean, we haven't seen. Or heard like, but this hasn't even won in Ukraine yet. No, I don't think it will. It it will surprise me a lot if they don't. When do they have their selection? Yeah, they have the final the same day as Norway's actually the first Melody Festival on Saturday, as I call it, the third mm. of February. So the first uh, Saturday okay. in February. So it will now would be interesting to if you would bring some other entries from Ukraine mm. for me to compare to. Yeah, but, uh, maybe. And it's also, no we point. need to watch it live, of course, when it comes out, mm. so we can see if how they yeah. how they made it. Absolutely. Okay, but look. I'm not, I don't dislike it and I'll give it more listens and it will definitely grow on me, but it didn't wow me. No. I've been more wowed. <laughs> You've been more wowed. So just to clarify, sorry, because we didn't say before the song, oh, yeah. it was Al- Aliona, Aliona and Jerry Heil representing, hoping to represent Ukraine. And the song is called... <laughs> Teresa and Maria. Yeah, there were a couple of lines in English in there, in yes. the chorus. Yep. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, putting names in the song title, Stefania. I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just heard Veronica. <laughs> Very memorable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, women's names. You don't get a lot of men's names in Eurovision songs. Ooh, don't do this to me. I'm doing somebody it. Somebody was like screaming now. Like, how can you not remember that? Obviously, there has to be like somebody won with a man's name at some point, and you, people just screaming out there, "Bad gay, bad gay!" Like to me, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> You're going to go just throw out things like that without us preparing I, this. I can and I will. Yeah, I know. to do so. Oh, I know. I will well, there's your homework like for next next episode. Which song names? It, fine lists only. You know, we don't need to talk about uh, selection process in, in no, countries. No. But Eurovision finalists with male and female names. But we can think of a lot with female names. How many have had male names? Mm. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Yeah, so uh, I don't know if we drag this out, but I want to, at least at some point, 
starting to like give you the backlog, like the things that you have missed coming into this like the later. Because it's it's nothing I hate so much as a fan as a new fan <gasps> of this. Because people are like always like, oh, here's my the best song through all ages of Eurovision. And then they are like the oldest one is from 21. Yeah, and you're like, 20, oh, yeah, 23 sure. Voyager promise. <laughs> exactly. But you miss you miss so much if you don't see the whole backlog. And it's and also, I mean, other things than Waterloo and making your mind up. Okay, well I'm gonna blow your mind then because my favorite song is actually Satellite. <laughs> really? No. No. <laughs> But it's it's pretty. And nobody good. has that as a favorite, I think. But uh, it's, exactly, it is fine. I like that as a song. Uh, I've definitely heard it at weddings, I think, or maybe you've played it on a Eurovision after work. And "Satellite" by uh, Lena. Lena from Germany. That's also, you know. I'm glad you're saying that. It feels a bit like this has been staged here now because <laughs> we're actually the first song that I'm. I'm I was thinking that you need to in my to education. Know, yeah, in your yeah. education, mm. is like my favorite rock song. Since for me, you are like the rock person right and and yeah i have favorite rock songs in this contest also so this that i'm going to play you now is is actually one of my favorite rock songs i think it's most people i guess no i'm not saying most people again but yeah I, I think there are a few people who doesn't like this one and it was actually second after lena so when lena won with Saturday, wow this okay. was the second uh second one it's um from turkey I would say, because, I mean, you will see a giant flag the moment I open this video mm -hmm. anyway. And I think it was a bit of the start of Turkey leaving. Right. Uh, because they at least officially said that they would never win, uh, that nobody voted for, which was just BS, of course, because they came second here. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, let's watch some manga and we would be the same. Great. I'm just going to pause for a second. So they've got a DJ, very Limp Bizkit-esque, uh, but he's wearing a uh, fedora. fedora, which dates this, uh, and I would have said 2005, but I see it's 2010, but I guess it took a little bit of time to get I'll, to Turkey. I also need to make an excuse here. There will be a robot here. <gasps> <laughs> you promised me. I know. No I know. robots. I know. I know. Okay. All right. Yeah, carry on. I feel like it's about to kick in. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's great. Very good. It's, it's. I mean, I haven't seen it for such a long time. Mm. It's something that strikes me, like how dated their mm. looks are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I bet at they, the time they, it felt very yeah, modern. They, they, yeah, they wanted to look like futuristic and now they seem super old. It's like, it's 14 years ago. He's still super handsome though. I would mm. love that jacket. Okay. Jesus, he looked great. Yeah. I'm super impressed by him. He sings great. Another thing, this was before Sweden made the audience stand up in Malmö. Do you see that? People are like sitting down, mm. which is just, it just kills the vibe. Yeah, like yeah. it's so different from where your vision is now when everything is party and everybody's up. Here, like people are like sitting applauding. Like, it's very weird, what, especially watching like rock music or heavy music and then seeing people sit down. Yeah. That's, for me, as someone who goes to, you know, those sort of concerts, it's very strange. I've got a couple of observations. I'd like yeah. to make about this. Um, I do like it. It's 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 good. So when you have metal like this or a heavy rock music, and you add you know a DJ with with uh, the decks, and you have a little bit of sort of like almost rapping. Do you know what genre of metal that is? No. no so this is very much within the genre of new metal, but that's mm -hmm. new spelled N U. 
the Swedish way. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, very sort of like that, like early 2000s uh, Limp Biscuit sort of mm -hmm. thing. And then secondly, very interesting observation, um, the robot yep. was wearing a helmet. <laughs> Did you recognize that helmet? <laughs> is it Super Ops helmet? It is not Super Ops helmet. Uh, Super Ops helmet was more like a Transformer helmet. That was just a repainted um, Power Ranger helmet. Oh. <gasps> which now reminds me, do you know, this is completely off topic for Eurovision, Mike Myers in the Killer in Halloween movies. Mm -hmm. do you, have you seen any of those? Yes. Do you know the mask? Do you know what that is? Oh, I know that, but I... You've forgotten. It is a William Shatner Star Trek or uh, James T. Kirk mask that they painted white. Mm -hmm. And maybe they were inspired here. They were like, hey, we need <laughs> we need a robot, but we, need, we can't we make a, one. We need a white Power Ranger. <laughs> when you say white Power Ranger, you have to be careful where you pause. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Great. But, mm -hmm. Bit more education, so they came second after and Lena and Satellite, as we talked and about. Yes, before. so I, but as you were introducing that, I was thinking, I haven't thought of, I can't think of a turkey song. So they've been out of the contest since. I think 2012 were the last year they okay. were there because they weren't in 13, and 11 or 12 then, of course, they, they, were, they were the last year. But I and I, I guess there's no chance of them coming back while they are very anti. LGBTQ exactly. in that country. That's, yeah. Shame? It's a super shame. They were always great from the beginning when I started and bring something completely different into the contest. And then they were one of the best for a very, very long time. So it's, yeah, it's, they are very missed. The same with Hungary, actually. Super missed also. Uh, stop voting on <laughs> these kind of men. And I think the people who might hear what we're saying aren't the sort of people that... Nah, yeah. might be. Yeah, I don't think we are we need to spread huge in Hungary yet. <laughs> But who knows? Who knows? who knows what will happen? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a part of your education into, Thank you. into the, no. the world of uh, Eurovision. Not, and not very far back. I would. I, I was thinking about saying, but it's 14 years. 14 years. 14 years. years. Yeah. Do you want something else about 2010? It's yes. the only time Sweden hasn't been to the final <gasps> ever. When, of course, we have been not going to Eurovision some years. In the 70s, we were like yeah. protesting against commercial music and things like that. But, wow. uh, and of course, in the beginning, we weren't invited. But we just missed it once, and that's 2010. And, and can you remember who, who we sent? Yeah, Anna Bergendahl. Okay. Yeah. So I was there. Were we robbed, or did she not deserve I don't to think be in the final? No. I mean, I love her, but she didn't. Here's the thing. We, I think we were 11 in the semifinal, so it was very close. I don't think it's anything wrong with the song. It was just very bland, do you say it like that? In, yeah. in, in a time when everything looked like the things that we just watched. Mm. It, was a, it was a stronger not, year, maybe. Yeah, and it's not the worst song we ever sent. But I think the, the good thing that it had, it had a ripple effect, is what that they redid Melody Festival and, and from 2011 we became a powerhouse in, yeah. in Eurovision. So it completely changed, it, that moment changed. But if you look back to Melody Festival in 2010, there are some amazing songs that should have won and uh, they didn't repick this instead. I think there are a lot of, we can go into that some other times, but it, it, that, that comes from, the, that's one thing that I might put in here, like another thing for you, because we are sitting here, we're watching these songs, we are very like, okay, this must win, like now when we, uh, last episode when we watched Gota in, in Norway, for example, we were like, oh, this, this, of course it will win. And I think it will. Uh, so maybe it's a bad example. But sometimes outsider, you're outside the country, you don't really understand what's going on in that country. And com something completely else will win because people are attached to that artist. Uh, people don't like the artist that <laughs> having that kind of song. The person has been there before. I mean, there's so many things when people chose the song. Great. 
Great. Thank you for uh, sharing those. I feel wiser. <laughs> I, feel, I feel more educated. Sharing is caring. Yes. Yes. Well, that feels like a good place to end. Yeah, sure. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And please add us on all social media that we have, which is by now maybe just Instagram. But yes. Yeah. And if you would like a question featured on a future episode, you can record a short clip on your phone, preferably in a quiet place with your mouth close to the phone, and email it to deskmates at gmail.com. Exactly. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye.